Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. This is Linda Willow-Roberts with another Enlightened Conversations and I'm excited today. I'm talking to my guest today is Melissa Mills. Now, Melissa is an international psychic medium, spiritual educator. She's based in Auckland. She's been trained by Tony Stockwell, Lisa Williams, Gabrielle Bernstein, and she has a teaching background which has helped her with her development classes. And Melissa's a friend of mine. Hi, Melissa. How are you going? Hi, Linda. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was like, oh, hello. Hi. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, look, it's lovely. I haven't talked to you for a little while, so it's a good chance to, to, to have a catch-up anyway. Um, yes. So you, you do shows all over Auckland. Um, I've come, been over there with you and we did three uh, tour shows for the Soul Change Tour, but... But you are um, a really awesome medium. I just love how you read people and how you get on with them. So do you think, I, I, I've known you for a, a long time and we've done um, the Lisa Williams, the eight-week accredit, accreditation for that yes. and, and other things. So how is your mediumship going? I suppose that's the first question. Oh, my goodness. My mediumship is definitely my favourite thing to do out of everything that I do in my work and it's really exciting because I now have a tour manager and we are starting the New Zealand tour uh, in May so it's going bigger and and then the world's your oyster really after that. It is isn't it? Um, I really like the the, the aspect of the mediumship part you know that that we can actually give uh, messages and I, I don't do a lot of mediumship um, I just speak more about manifesting and stuff like that, I suppose. But you, you, you can give people, um, you know, closure, and that's just such a lovely thing, lovely thing to do, isn't it? To actually give them some some message from a passed over relative, um, and and that's just um, a beautiful thing to do. So you know, hats off for you to do for doing that because you help so many people. I, you know, and I look at my journey, Linda, as being a modern day medium and I look at it as I'm so young and, you know, and people feel that they can relate to me and I have a lot of people say to me that I make mediumship not scary. Yeah. As well, because it isn't. It's something so beautiful with connecting with your loved ones in the spirit world. But I think what we now need to move towards is not just connecting and passing on this is what they were like when they were alive and, you know, this is a pretty message they have for you, but also proving that they are still walking with us as yes. uh, we live our lives. So giving evidence about, hey, they know about you getting this new job or you know they're the ones that are giving you the feathers every time you're walking past and you feel lonely or you know everything like that so that we prove that it's not just yes we leave our physical body and go into spirit but that we are also able to be with our family I know that gives me a lot of comfort for when eventually I go and and to be around my kids yeah it is isn't it and that's part of the 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 evidence that we get taught isn't it that when we're actually doing mediumship that we, one, have evidence and that we're actually connecting the right person to the passed over person that's come through. And knowing that they're there with us, you know, even yeah. the, the, the spiritual people, like all our guides and the angels and everybody's around us, but our passed over people when our passed over animals and, and things like that. And some of the funny stories that they come through and they come through with their own personality, don't they? they oh, come I love it. <laughs> yeah, with the laughter and, and just the, the, the personality that they were, um, I think it's great, do you know? What's the funniest thing that, that you've ever done as a medium? I knew you were going to ask me that. So it was last year, because I've, I've had to answer this question before, so 
I, I know what this one is. So last year I did a show in Papakura, which you have um, done a show in Papakura with me before. Yeah. And so it was my live Whispers from Above show and I was getting ready to bring through another connection and this gorgeous man stood next to me and he was, oh my gosh, drop dead gorgeous. And he was tall and he was in an army uniform and I literally went weak at the knees and I'm in front of a live audience here and I just turned bright red because he had this way with women that they would just fall for him. And here he is in spirit, no one else can see him and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is really cute guy and um, I don't know what to do. And here's me in front of a live audience and they're all cracking up laughing because I'm like a little teenage schoolgirl all over again. And um, I just had to compose myself and go, oh my gosh, Melissa, you're actually working. But he was so hot. Anyway, he ended up being for an uncle. Uh, for somebody in the audience and he was in the army he fought in South Africa and everything like that and like I said women just went gaga or, or you know all for him but it was I guess a way for the audience to also see that I'm human like everybody else and even in spirit it, exactly that's what we're proving is you you don't lose who you are you still have your personality that if you have power you have power and and yeah, so that was probably the most interesting thing that I've done on a stage is go and blush. Uh, but in terms of being a medium, one of my favorite things to do is, uh, of course, of course, connecting with people who've committed suicide. I, I really love giving them um, a positive view and I connect. In most of my shows, I always connect with someone who has committed suicide because that's in a personal journey of mine and giving them that light and not making it seem like they're a bad person or selfish that they were going through their own journey as it was and giving that closure as well to people as you said is oh the most rewarding thing I could ever do yeah so that guy comes through with all his charisma and made you weak at the knees my goodness Linda I had to keep it PG for the recording but oh yeah it was very fine, very fine. No, I know where that happens. You know my master guide, because you, you know me, we're friends. My master guide is an Indian, and he comes through with his shirt off. And I don't know how many people that um, have uh, I've had massages and they've been spiritual people and they've gone, oh, my God, this Indian's just come in and he's got his shirt off and he's just, oh, my God, he's hot. And I go, yeah, I know. I've got a picture of him and they go, no, seriously. And I go, yeah, I've actually gotten a picture of him because you've seen the picture I've got of him. And oh, it's crazy when that happens, isn't it? You go, yeah. oh, my goodness, who else can see this? <laughs> yeah, but it's good because they come through and, and we get to see them in, in all of their um, the aspects, you know. I feel a little bit sorry sometimes. That's why when we did that tour and I wanted it to be, like, interactive and people could ask us questions because sometimes if you have, um, I, f I found that when you have a really quiet person that's passed over, they seem to stand back and, as, and aren't as talkative and, and as forward as people with big, bigger personalities. Yes, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's what we have to be mindful of as mediums as well as to give lots of people a variety. Yeah. So you, do you pick and choose? Well, I do. I feel like I, I, I try not to just go for the big personalities when I, when I do the live shows because... Yes, the big personalities, they're fun, but also you've got the really shy little mum over there who also wants to say hello. And so I try and keep it very varied because I, I look at my live demonstrations as a show as well and you have to go through the emotions and everything. But it is about giving those who don't normally get a voice a voice. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is, because you've got, you've got to build like an ebb and flow with it. You know, it can't be all like flat out. You've got to have the, the, um, the, the high moments and the low moments, and that's part of it, isn't it? Um, I, re I really have found it lately um, a strong calling, I suppose, to actually talk to people about opening and closing 
Like, as, as mediums, we don't walk around all the time. That's why I have two hats. I'm Linda and I'm Willow, and you're the, everybody's the same. We don't, we're, not, we're not on all the time. We balance the, the um, spiritual side with our, our normal life, as much as it's nice to stay in the spirit all the time, but you can't. But do you, you do the opening and the closing. So in your mind, how do you open for a show? Well, I totally agree with you, Linda. It's so important not to stay up there all the time. And and I like to do the normal human stuff too. So unless I'm working, I always get asked, are you on? I'm like, no, I'm just normal, crazy Melissa right now. So, um, but in terms of switching on and off, I have like a water is my connector. And so whether I do a reading, whether I teach, whether I do live demonstrations, whatever I do, I always have water and I have like a little saying in my head where I allow myself to be a vessel for spirit to use me in and whatever way is going to be for the highest good of, of everyone that's around. I try when I do a show not to go into that meditation state because I that keeps me too placid. So I go into what we call the power and then I put some really funky music on. At the moment, it's Brave by Sarah Bareilles is like my go-to tune. And I dance around and I get my energy pumping that way because music's really powerful as well. So I find that works for me. But I definitely I wear my crystals and all sorts of things as well. Um, if it doesn't go with my outfit, I'll, I'll put it somewhere else. But... Um, always have that on me as well just to keep the groundedness and then closing off I just do the same thing all right done off you go now you can take them all back yeah <laughs> and then just be normal me and eat lots of junk food lots of junk food that's not yeah. food. I know but after a show it's like because I haven't eaten for oh. so long and it's like oh my gosh I just want chips or, or yeah. something because it's um yeah so no I don't eat junk food like all the time. I just mean like yeah, straight after a show. <laughs> you do. I get really hungry after after yeah. a show and after speaking. I just need to, to, you know, fill up a bit, don't you? I don't like doing it after I've eaten, though. I, I, I like to eat after the show. You get a bit blocked, don't you, and a bit like um, solid. You you, this, I don't know if, I don't know where I heard this. I think it might have been from Tony Stockwell or, or for somebody, but I literally, if I do a show at night, I will have my last meal at, at lunchtime. And then so that, I don't know why, but it, it just helps to keep everything to be pure and clean and, and everything like that. But then after that, because I've worked with so much energy, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to stuff my face because I get hangry. So, yeah, yeah. I need Me to eat. <laughs> I, I can relate to that. Yeah, because you do. That's what you feel like afterwards. So are you on today? Am I on today? Well, I have been working. I'm not on, like, at the moment. Do I need to be? Would you like to be? Would oh we like God, to? You're, putting, you're putting me on the spot. Well, what are we this for? Well, we are having a chat, but I thought that we could experience exactly how it works for you. So you could actually um, bring somebody through for me if you, you wanted to. Oh, and my the, goodness. But you can actually say how it happens, what you see, how it actually happens, and step step us through how it, how it works for you. Okay. Plus, I, 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 you want a rename from me? Okay, that's cool. Um, I don't have a water next to me, so I'm just going to have to, like, pretend there's water. Otherwise, I have to move out of the spot. That's why I say you put me on the spot. But I'll give it a go. And definitely, so do you want me to talk as to what I'm doing? Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, I'll give it a go. Why not? Let's have some fun. Okay. Let's see if Spirit's going to be on my side. Don't All right, let's do it. So I'm going to, what I always tell my clients is to help them get centered and everything like that. I usually say, you know, for them to also close their eyes, but you don't have to. Um, and to just think about the loved ones that they want to hear from. And so that just helps to put that out there. And so I'm going to close my eyes and tune into you. Uh, little okay. Miss Linda, okay, and uh, and then it won't last long, but I just connect with my team, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm going to close my eyes and let's see what happens. Oh. 
Okay, let's do it. And then, like, my phone has to go off as, as I do that. Spirit of Scotland. All right, so basically what I start to do is I start to imagine around, like, Linda, all her loved ones gathering around her. And it's really beautiful because what I see with you, Linda, is not just your family is kind of like in a, in a U shape around you like that, but you've also got such a higher realm, I even know how to say that word, of people also, of angels and guides and all sorts of things. But what's also really beautiful is on top of that, because they're in a, a really big U shape as well, is you've got this green pink light going on. It's like this merging of healing and love that you bring to people working together. And so it's just this universal just energy around you is this phenomenal. It's a little bit like overpowering as well to, to be around. And so it feels like just keep projecting it out honey, in, in terms of that is really beautiful. So know that you're really supported. And, and also I feel like there's, I, I will connect with the ones in seconds, but it feels like there's also teachers working with you, all right? Yeah. So whether it's time for you to step up your game, I mean, I'm not really too sure what all that you're doing at the moment, but it's like you've got, yeah, really, how can I explain it? ancient types of teachers working with you because it's about bringing the ancient knowledge up to the present okay so making it sorry like my nails because i've just moved home uh, are not quite there um but it's like that's what it feels like for you and how i see these teachers is that there's like maybe from my like bible times i'm not very good with history or babylon times yes so you've got this Men and a woman who are on your, what's that side for you, your right? That side? side? No, right side. side. Yes. That side, your right side. So on your right side, for when I look at you, you've got this man and a woman, and it's like they're holding what would have been like documents back then, but they're in stone. And normally you would imagine people to be in like these white robes, but they're not in white. They're in like blue, which I've never seen before, so I don't know what era that is but it's like a light kind of blue it's like they must have used some kind of dye or something from oh look you got blue on um from back then but it's like they're dressed dressed in that and it's like the man you can tell that he was really sought after in the sense of that people would go to him and just want to be under him and learn and it's like the lady she was also very respected. They're not husband and wife or anything like that. They're just of that era. And she's got this really curly brown hair. It's like what my daughter used to have, really curly hair. And she's got these amazing green eyes that just kind of look at you. And it's like instantly when you look at her, you just see the wiseness and how connected she was with the earth and everything like that. And I feel... The guy, he's more a teacher to do with, like, life and things like that, whereas the woman, she's all to do with the connection of the earth, and so they work really well together. However, on your left-hand side... However? <laughs> however, on the left-hand side, you've got this really young-looking lady who I feel has just kind of taken on that persona, but she is really charismatic she's got a really cheeky smile about her and you can tell that she is someone who would have been around the time of I know you work a lot with Merlin but mm. she feels like she would have been around that time and someone who would have been an apprentice with him however I feel like Merlin's quite traditional in that sense where she's a bit of a rule breaker and she's very influential around you because she's like, you're a little bit like her in terms of breaking the rules, but in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but she's, she's really fresh and she's just got, you know, like you, the blonde hair, the, you know, the real blue eyes. And she's really dressed up in like jewelry. And so she's not of Babylonian kind of time. So she just looks really funky. But yeah, she's here to help you when you have students 
to help them not to be traditional. So you've got yeah. those two working with you, giving you the wisdom and everything, but she's the one that helps you to bring it modernly. I don't know, that's not a word, but we're going to use it. And um, so, yeah, so that's what I feel. There's a real major push for you to be teaching everybody, not just, you know, in a circle or anything like that specific in that sense, but what you're doing now is brilliant, but it's really about up-leveling that so that you're reaching people who, like me, when they come to see me do my work, they go, oh, yeah, she, she seemed normal, okay? And so that's what it feels like. People will connect with you because they can relate to you and everything like that, and you make a concept which might feel really scary or, like, what the heck does this mean? Easy to understand. Yeah. That's what she'll help you with. But the other two, they're here to help you with your downloading and, and everything like that. Anyway, so that's kind of how I see that side of it. In terms of loved ones around you, there's two ladies, and I feel one is your, your mum's in spirit, right? Because yes. I feel I want to hear mum and I want to hear auntie. So mum has a sister? Yes. Yes, in spirit as well? Yes. Okay, because it's the two of them coming collectively, and it's like, <laughs> what trouble can we get up to now? It's kind of together. They feel like they must have egged each other on because they have that real, I don't know what the feminine word of boisterous is, but what, what would that be? Boisterous. <laughs> it's boisterous, right? Yeah, yeah, they just feel like if one said, well, let's go do this, then the other one would be like, yeah, let's go do this, but, but this as well. So they feel like they just, must have been really hard to parent for your poor grandparents with them together. <laughs> but your mum comes in and she's got this real big smile and she keeps going on about the balloons and it's like there's a celebration to do with balloons that she wants to talk to you about. So it's not your birthday. It's my no. birthday coming really? up. Yeah, my birthday next week. Oh, I know. Cool. I'm turning 30. Um, but there's something about balloons and celebration. So would that make sense to you? I have been to a celebration, but there's another one coming up. Okay, so just know it's like mum, she wants to be around that celebration as well. Yeah. And auntie, we can't forget auntie. But your mum, she's got this real, like, she's got a cheek, like cheekiness in her eyes. Yes. Does that make sense? Is she, you know how people's eyes talk, right? It's like she's plotting something, and it's like, she does a lot of things in your home. I feel like she moves things around. She's talked about you've lost a crystal. Mm. Lost a crystal or something because it's like mum's moved it. Quite possibly. I don't know. I have so many bloody crystals in this house. <laughs> it's just if, if you go to look for something and it's not there, it's like yeah. mum's moved it because she's like, ha, 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 I'm showing you I'm around. Your mum, though, she's wants to say, oh, I look really nice and slim in spirit. Nice. Well I'm done, mum. <laughs> so I feel like she wants to say, you know, she battled with that in her, you know, ev everyday life. But she's like, you know what, in spirit I've got it nailed. And... Uh, she does talk about being with dad and she goes, oh, the old bugger over here. I better mention I'm with him too. So does that make sense? Dad's also yes. in spirit. I can't remember. Yes. Um, yes. But it's like, oh, you know, I better mention he's here with me too. I feel she loves him completely. Yes. But it's like, oh, I want it to be about us girls today. So dad's also there, all right? He's a very good-looking man and it feels like your dad, like, very much... No, sorry, more like this part of your face. So would that make sense? This part of my face is dead, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's what I feel yeah. because your dad's a very handsome man too. He must well, have had women go at the knees. Well, I, I never thought of him like that and, and still he was, yeah, probably not. <laughs> no. Well, he's not my dad, so I can say that. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> anyway, so I just still want to acknowledge that Dad is there. But it's like your auntie, she also wants to reach out to son. So would she have a son? Yes. Okay. And it's like, can you please get in contact with her son? Because there's some documents that need signing. And it feels it's to do with housing or something like that. Would that make sense to do with a cousin? 
I guess that would be oh. a cousin, wouldn't it? I have a lot of cousins, so I'll have to dig for that one. Okay, we'll put it in the filing cabinet, but there's some documents that need signing, and it's it's really important that this house or, or whatever it is goes, doesn't get in the wrong hands. Yeah. So it could be maybe to do with a will or or something like that, but she really wants to reach out to her son. Yeah, okay. And so you'll, you'll pass that on when the time is right. But your mum, she is also holding, and I don't do birds, okay, but she is holding this cute little bird. I can cope with a little bird. And I know what you're like with birds. Thank you I for holding I haven't changed. I'm still petrified of them. But she's holding this little bird. This is why I said, you know, she's going to give me some cheek. And it's like this little bird needs some life. And it's like you give it life. You're you're not just a healer of people. Mm. The change that you have to create is also with animals. Okay? So it's like this little bird that needs rescuing and you need to rescue it as well. That's what I feel. So it's like your earth mother. And she says... I wish I'd supported you sooner. So would that make sense with mum? Yeah. Oh, she supported me in lots and lots and lots of ways, but not, not uh, I suppose, not with my spiritual life. And that's why I feel she's wanting to say, Linda, is like, I wish I'd supported you sooner because it's like she stands here in spirit so proud of the woman that you are. And I actually feel like really teary and it's not like even my tears, it's like your mum's tears and it's like, I wish I could tell you how much joy you actually give me is what I feel she wants to say to you. And it's like, I just feel like the tears streaming down my face, but I don't know if you can see them, but they're her tears, but they're tears of joy. Yeah. Okay. And so, she just really wants you to know she is supporting you 110% up there in spirit. And it's like the smile of this is my daughter. Isn't that lovely? It is, because it, it feels like, you know, she was very sheltered when she yeah. was alive in terms of the stuff and you know, she, I feel like she put a true sense about it and wasn't, you know, encouraging you to go down other avenues and things like that. And it's like, now that she's in spirit, she gets it. Yeah. But your auntie feels a lot more accepting of this than she Ooh. was when she was alive. So it's like, know that these two women right now are very much working with you. And your mum, she talks about the little baby boy. Is Holly pregnant? No. No, she's not. But wouldn't that be wonderful? I would love grand I'd love to be a grandmother. There's but a little boy coming. Oh, oh actually, my there is a little boy coming and he's my great nephew and he'll be born in the next few weeks. Okay, your mum, okay, well I just presumed that was Holly. Um oh, but it's okay. like I know it would be nice. We'll just put it in the maybe part, but she's looking after the little boy at the moment because as we know, the soul does not merge with the physical body until it's actually out. So right now she's giving him some wisdom. She's looking after him. So just know, yeah, I'm hanging out with your mum. That's lovely. Mums, I wish that was a grandson for you. So do I, but shh, we're not we're not putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we are. Um, but yeah, your mum. Would you like to ask her something? Because you know she's quite easy to work with, and I know I haven't given a heck of a lot of evidence of what she looks like. But for oh. me, I find it boring. So yeah. no, I'm I'm fine. I I know that you're tapping in. I don't need the evidence. Have I got a mess? Oh, I've got something to ask mum. Wow, I don't know. I. Pretty well live in synchronicity. You know me, so I, I just know that I'm guided. And I know I haven't got a question for mum. Isn't that strange? No, that's okay. I feel like her giving you that approval is probably like the little something you needed to now go bigger. Yes. Yeah. I cool. feel like she's giving you that, and it's like just know you make her proud, and she's proud that you use your name and everything like that. And it's like, I'm sorry if I didn't before. That's oh, what I that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. But we were pretty good. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, but 
I feel that's what I want to do. So that's enough. Thank you. But that's great. <laughs> so thank you very much for doing that. But that's you're welcome. Everybody an example of, of what can come through when you do a medium reading. So not only at the beginning did you get like angels and um, the people and the relatives around me and, and the hierarchy and the different realms and, and then you bring through people that are um, passed over and it is emotional, isn't it? Because I don't think people realise sometimes as, as mediums, we actually feel the love connection. So we feel the unconditional stuff, we feel the, the hurt, the emotional stuff, the tears of joy. And, and a lot of the time it is tears of joy that they actually can connect with us, isn't it? Yeah, and, and that was so profound because I, if we can explain it, is uh, loved ones in spirit are in what we call an etheric body. And yeah. so they're able to kind of place that on, on top of us and it's like I could feel her face on, on my face and the tears but they were not my tears they were yeah. her tears and like it's like they were coming not out of my eyes and, and it's it's a, a really thing a strange thing to explain but it's so beautiful as a medium to be able to do that for somebody and it's like, I want everybody to experience that. I probably wouldn't normally go in as much detail about you've got these guides and that light and all that kind of stuff. But I know that with you, I can. So I really get a sense of with people who are around me or who come to see me, how woo-woo I guess I can go. Yes. Yeah. Well, you do. You read people and, and different people want different messages from different things. And really, we've got to rely on spirit that they're giving us the messages to give to somebody that they need at that point in time. Yeah. And I think the best advice I can give to anybody that goes to see a, a medium, whether in private or a demonstration or anything like that is, not to go with any preconceived ideas of what you want to hear and yes. more go with that openness and, and um, ha have that open heart as well to, to receive what is right for you at this time because sometimes we're so desperate to hear from one person that someone else who wants to come through who's actually got a, a profound message for you as well gets dismissed because you're just wanting to hear from one person. And sometimes, like we it's giving those who don't normally get a voice a chance to have a voice as well so it really is just come in with no expectations I mean unless that hopefully they're going to do the job for you but you know <laughs> in terms of what you want to hear because otherwise sometimes what can happen is depending on you know because there's all types of different mediums out there I'm not going to go bagging anybody but sometimes we can click tune into the psychic part rather than the mediumship part so as a medium we have to be very careful that when we are connecting with the spirit world that we're not being fed from your auric field what you're wanting us to say about that person yeah true like when you closed your eyes i and i closed my eyes i closed my eyes and put the intent to open my heart so that's, that's what you do. There's no point paying to go and see a medium if you're going to hold everything back and put all those blocks up and you go, I'll just see what they've got to say if they can figure it out because all you're doing is blocking your reading. So you, exactly. need, yeah, you need to have your heart open. Um, and, you know, um, that's really important to be open. It really is important like, you know, there's no, like I said, there's no point spending your money going to a medium if you're going to just try and play a game with them. Exactly. And, and, and you know what I feel what we need to put to rest is there's so many misconceptions as to how all of this works. And unfortunately, we are just human like everybody yeah. else. We don't have a superpower. We don't know everything. And we need your help. I, I voice vibration is so important. Like you would have seen me, I asked you questions and you answered and then that strengthens. And so if it doesn't make sense, it's about being honest about that and saying, look, that doesn't make any sense about that person because yeah. we might see it in one way and interpret it. Like for example, uh, I might see an apple for like, say your dad, right? And I see an apple and I go, oh, he used to love apples. And you go, yeah, no. But then I could go, well, apple could also mean education and maybe your dad was a teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? So it's, it's like 
we interpret things because of our own personal lives, but sometimes they're not the right interpretation and we have to go back. So it's not that we're wrong because spirit's never wrong. It's just we've interpreted something maybe yes. not quite right. And so your assistance is crucial. And if you're just going out there to see if we can get it right or, you know, make us, you know, go shame, you don't know what you're doing. Well, that's, it's, sad isn't it because then you're not open to growth you're not open to what is really for your own benefit and that soul connection which you're so desperately needing but resisting as well so I really don't have any time with people who are skeptic I think they have the right to be skeptic if they want to but at least be open-minded yes yeah that's exactly right I mean we were taught when we learned um, and we've always been mediums, so we've built that muscle. So we've actually spent the time to go and do the courses and things that we wanted to do to build it. And you continually, you know, do extra things and, and we're ever-evolving people. But we're taught that when we're doing mediumship that we actually bring our master guide brings through the past over person. Right. And we have an, a different ladder to do the clairvoyant and the psychic stuff. And so when you're clairvoyant and you're psychic, we actually are reading other people's memories. But when we're bringing somebody from that's passed over, we're actually talking to them and it's about their memories. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the difference. And, and um, you really have to back yourself. Symbolically, though, you know, I always get, like if it's um, a person's name is a flower, you know, I get a flower popping up symbolically. And, and, and I'll just go, oh, you know, your grandmother's um, uh, name is, is a flower, uh, you know, Rose or Iris or something like that. And, and the old cars, you know, I, if it's an old car, I get a picture in my head of Dad's old car, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then you go down that path. So it is up to interpretation and symbolically and what, what it means to you, isn't it? And you know what? I also think it's really important for people to know that it's really not as straightforward as what we would like it to be. That they don't speak to us the way we're speaking to each other right now. They might say baby. They might say a tree. And then we have to put baby and tree together and make sense of what that means. Or we get a vision and we have to interpret that vision. But all of that's happening all at the same time. And yes. you know, we're using clairvoyance, which is seeing, we're using clear audience, which is hearing, we're using clear sentience, which is feeling, then sense and taste, and all of that's all happening at the same time. And not only do we have to connect and, and be aware with them, we also have to be aware with you. And it really isn't straightforward, but I would love for it to be, I'm standing in front of the stage and I go, right, you lady in the red dress, your mum's here and this is what she says. I mean, that would be you know, incredible. But it doesn't quite work that way because I don't know why really. Maybe we're not quite ready. We're not as evolved yet as, a, as human beings. I don't know. But I think we're getting there. Point. I think I we're think getting there. Uh, you know, like it's, it's, it's how it works though, isn't it? It's like the blurt stuff, you know. People used to say, what's the difference between Linda and Willow? And Linda thinks about things and talks. Willow blurts shit out. You know what I'm like. I'm like a bit of a sledgehammer up on stage. It's like bang, 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 bang. And, and you can't help it because it's that blurt stuff. Exactly. And, it's coming so quickly. Yeah, it does. It actually, you, you get that feeling and that thought and, and, it's, and it's within like seconds. I wouldn't even say seconds. No, it's like milliseconds or something. Yeah. Time is irrelevant to spirit and it comes just like instant and, and all of those feelings all at once, isn't it? And it's not even in chronological order at times. In one moment you're talking about this and then now you're going about this and you're like, what? Um, but that's just how it goes. I always explain it to people as I'm the computer and your loved ones is a memory stick and they're being put into, so their soul merges with my soul. So it's like I'm the computer, the memory stick gets put in and there's different files and it's just about which file I end up opening at the time. That's yeah. how I like to explain it. True. Or, which is a great metaphor, but there you go. <laughs> no, 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 it is. And it's really what, spirit, what, what file spirit wants us to open. You know, yeah. sometimes we think we're going down a track and spirit will just go, I'll bring you around here. But your personality helps when you're on stage because you, you're honest and you're authentic. And so 
even when it, it, it's coming hard and fast and I've had people stack on me, so passed over people can actually stack, stack up and all want to talk at the same time. And that's really bloody hard. Um, but you've got to be honest, you've got to be real, you've got to be, and you've got to own your shit. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think you've got to be completely vulnerable when you're in front of people and you've got to be authentic. Like I don't try and be anybody else other than me. And uh, though something I do like doing is for example, when I'm bringing through young men, especially I start to think that I look pretty cool when I'm on the stage. Cause I kind of feel like my body language changes and I'm like, all of, all of a sudden I feel like I've got low riding pants and you know, sometimes like that happens because they're, they're energy is so strong but you do you have to be yourself but I feel if you're trying to be anybody else when you're up there it's not going to work and spirit's not going to you know want to work with you because then you're not showing how magnificent they are and all of this mediumship isn't about us as much no. as we would like it to be right it's not yeah. it's about proving that there is existence after the physical after yeah we leave our physical body and so that's what we're doing so it's about spirit and how much we can create that impact with the messages that they share whether it be in a one-on-one -on -one reading or whether it be with an, an audience so it's not about how how pretty I guess we look at the time though I always do like to make sure I've got pretty dress on um but it is it's being completely authentic it is, and that, and that comes across with you. And, and, and most people that I know, like I call you part of my soul family. So, of course. Uh, of course. Um, and, and that's what it is. It, it's, we, we're all on the same vibration, and we know that it's spirits that does it. And we're just, the, I'm not going to call us a tool, we're just the conduit. Um, we're just the conduit for spirit and, and the messages and things like that. And by us standing up and being authentic and talking about, um, how we see things, what we see. And that's what I liked um, we were doing the show with you and Karen. We all have different perspectives. We all talk about different things, different ways, have had different life experiences. And so it just gives people an opportunity to see different people and their different personalities, doesn't it? And how it can also work together because yeah. when we did the show, not only did we do things individually, but we then all came as a, a collective together. And how amazing is that? Because I know you guys always go on about it, but I don't see myself as a healer, not in physical healing kind of sense that, you know, Reiki and all that kind of stuff. I, I guess I see myself as a healer with words, but it's like that healing that we're able to, offer one person with the different tools because it's like Karen does like this amazing healing and then you do this amazing healing and then I open my mouth and it's like what you know it's like in incredible that that we're able to give that and and you know I feel sometimes this industry can get really competitive and yeah. it shouldn't be about that you know it's about the, the high is good for humanity and, yeah. and that's what we should be more collaborating and, and everything like that so I loved it when we did our tour I keep going on about when's the next one I think oh, we have to get into Aussie I think <laughs> so well spirit will make it happen when the time is right it will I put it out there don't you worry I put my feelers out there but it's just it's like I, I don't believe I, I believe that you're just as much as a healer as, as as everybody else because you do heal people you know you you whatever you say like if they're the healing is is using words you know but whatever you're saying to people um, by giving them um, messages from their past over people is actually healing them you know they they're moving on they're getting past that so they get for forgiveness you know some people come through and go i forgive you or you know yeah. tell them i'm really sorry you know and and even though it upsets the person hearing it at that point in time they go away and subconsciously things are changed for them from then on exactly so i look at myself in a healer in that sense yes but in terms of these hands creating some magic there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. And you're probably 
you will go down the track and you will pick up different bits and pieces. And I believe once you build that spiritual muscle, things just come. Like my theta teacher taught me theta. She said, because I'm, she said, I might as well because you're doing it anyway. So I think once you, you learn and you, you just develop more and more and more spiritually, all those doors open up to you. So I don't believe you haven't got any magic in those hands. I will see, we'll see. I guess it's also what you're interested in. So yeah, I yeah. just, for me, I love um, helping people in terms of like the guidance or the psychic side of, I guess, what we do and, and connecting people with loved ones is, is my passion. It's what yeah. I really love to do. Um, I just don't think I have the patience to do like a one hour healing for somebody. My mind would just be like, oh my God, what's for dinner or what's on Netflix or, so I'm not quite ready for that yet. Yeah, well, I don't do um, an hour healings. I'd rather stand up and talk to everybody and heal everybody all at once. So I'm a yeah, bit like, me too. Well, I'd rather do like a, a mass job. <laughs> well, you know, the more that we connect everybody, the bigger the energy is, the better it is to heal a lot of people. You know, when you do things at collective, it gives it so much more oomph. It does. That's why I say to people, going to like a show, for example, even if you don't get a message, it's about being in that energy. It's so empowering and in some way it just helps to lift you up that little bit more and to have that deeper soul connection to yourself and, and everything like that. So it isn't necessarily about, is my loved one going to come through? It's just being in that energy and I really agree when you more people you've got in there the more it's in intensified but in a positive way and um, yeah. just, oh incredible I love it I know I could well if I could bottle that energy I would and just give it out to everybody because it's, <laughs> it's such a nice feeling isn't it so yeah <laughs> I'm like, go on, what are you going to ask me now? <laughs> oh, I know. I was thinking about it. I thought, where's it going to go? Because I know that you and I can just sit here and, and natter all day. Um, so you have a mentor. I have just had a mentor. Do you still have a mentor? Yes, I'm still currently under Tony Stockwell yep. uh, in terms of a two-year-long mentorship. And I am going to Uluru in October. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I am. I am going to that. And so there will be lots of other mediums there, including Tony. Uh, so I'm excited to go to Ayers Rock. I've never been there before. I hear it's amazing. So I yeah. try and make a point of doing some training once a year. Yeah. So that's really good. That's what I said before, that you're always updating and training and stuff like that. What are the benefits? What I mean, I, I had a mentor, but for six months for a, a specific purpose, I think. But what what's the bent... Bleh, 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 bleh. I just need to plug my laptop in. Yeah, carry on. So what is the benefits of you having a mentor? What, what do you think they are? Well, I look at it as, like anything, if you have to have a natural ability and that ability needs to be developed and there's only so much you can do yourself. Well, I know I'm not very self-disciplined in that sense. So really? for me, I'm still really young and I know, right? I'm, I'm still really young and I feel I need the backing also of somebody who is credible. And because I do so much work in the public as well, I can go to my mentor and be like, look, this came up. What do I do? How do I handle this situation? But also these mentors that I have, they're pushing the boundaries with making all of this stuff modern. They are the best in the business. And, and so I want to keep myself updated so that I can be the best version of myself for whoever chooses to work with me. But I also look at having a mentor because I teach what I do as well. I like to keep in the know as to what to teach my students as well. And, and to be honest, I feel quite isolated here in New Zealand. So it's like a holiday for me going on all these trainings. It's lovely. And I know I'm in Tassie and so I like my soul family. I can connect with everybody and I, I need that spiritual bit of oomph. Well, Melissa, it's been lovely talking to you. We're running out of time. Oh, I um, know. <laughs> Can you tell us um, where you can be contacted, how people can get you, your email address, your web address, and just what services and what's coming up for you? 
Okay, so you can find my website at www.melissamills.co.nz and I'm on most social media. So, of course, Facebook, you can find me under Melissa Mills Psychic Medium, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, I'm on all of that, uh, love that kind of stuff. And in terms of the services that I offer, so I work as a reader, so whether that be psychical mediumship, I teach what I do, so that's predominantly still here in Auckland and New Zealand. And uh, of course I do shows, like I said, I have my upcoming Whispers from Above tour starting in May. And um, yeah, I've got a retreat. I'm doing my very first retreat, actually, with a, a girlfriend of mine who's a healer. And that's at the end of May. So a lot of details are on my website and my Facebook page. I'm very active on that. But it's pretty much if you want to connect, I think you'll find me. Oh, I love that. It's like a little tease. I think you'll find me. I think you'll find me. <laughs> it is. A squirrel make it happen if you're supposed to connect. It will, won't it? That's pretty cool that you've got a retreat coming on. So where's the retreat going to be based? So that's in Auckland, and it's just for women, and, and we're calling it Unearthing the Spirit Within, Answering the Question, Who Am I? So it's a real, it's a weekend retreat where it's just basically breaking down all the blocks and all the limitations or restrictions that we put on ourselves as women to and to help people with their purpose and what's their legacy and and healing all of that and then oh just taking them to that next next step I, i'm so excited i can't wait <laughs> good on you because you know our, our, our own worst critic is ourselves and if we yeah. start to love ourselves and be open and and just uh, you know, let the floodgates open and just the self-love and releasing all, all the blocks and patterns and all that sort of thing, then we start to shine. I think people get a little bit frightened about shining sometimes, don't they? Well, I don't know how it is in Australia, but in New Zealand we have that tall poppy syndrome and it's yeah. like people aren't happy when you succeed or when you do really well. And I think that's really sad because we should all be supporting each other and, and embracing our, you know, talents and abilities and, and making the most out of that. I, I am so excited when, like, for example, when you do something amazing, it's like, oh, my goodness, go you, and I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy for you, and it's like, that's how we should be, but unfortunately, it's, it's not, and I think that's why people are afraid to shine, but my goodness, we came here with a purpose, and so it's about time we live that purpose, and, and that's what I love, helping people to do and to live in that complete abundance. So that's my mission. That's exactly right. Get off, everybody, get off your ass and support one another, especially women. Like, you know, no. we can be so powerful together. Like that collective, if we got everybody together, you know, and, and I'm very proud of you when you do things too. It's just, I feel like a bit of a mother hen sometimes. And, and mm -hmm. I just... No, we're sisters. Pardon? We're sisters. You're not mother hen. I know. <laughs> but, you know, you do. You, I, I just, you, I like you to move forward, you know. I like everybody to move forward and get the way of life that they, they want. Anyway, thank you very much, Melissa, for talking to me. This is Linda Willow-Roberts, an enlightened conversation. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. If you want to catch up with Melissa, she's given you her email and uh, website details. You can catch me on, I'm a manifesto Facebook page and linda.roberts at Instagram. And thank you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, me too, beautiful. Sending you lots of love. And to everyone that's watching, eventually, thank you as well for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome, beautiful.